Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Live from multiple locations via the miracle of Skype, it's the LTN Hour. Let's talk NASCAR with your host, Todd Bailing. Co-host Ed Kaluka, featuring Dangerous Dan Margetta and Brian Schmidt. LTN is a caller-driven program, and your participation is encouraged by calling 414-421-7901. That's 414-421-7901. Now, the creator and host of the fastest hour in radio, Todd Bailing. And welcome to the program. Glad you could join us. We're going to another short track, Richmond, Virginia. Glad you could join us this beautiful Sunday morning. Todd Bailing in Phoenix, Arizona, joined by my three partners, starting with Ed Kaluka of West Bend, Wisconsin. Hi, Ed. Good morning. Yesterday we saw Eagle versus Bank Book. And, and which one usually wins? That's interesting. Uh, Dan Margetta of St. Francis, Wisconsin. Hey, Dan. Good morning. Yeah. Are you uh, looking for a um, another controversial finish today? I wonder. We've had a couple of them, and it's, it's been exciting, hasn't it? I mean. Oh, my God. It's awesome. It's really got yeah. the talk going. I mean, what, what's, what's fair game on the last lap, I guess? That's the new uh, the new mentality. And, of course, Brian Schmidt of Ootsburg, Wisconsin. How you doing, man? Morning. Dan and I should have been doing this show from the rough and tumble I-55 on our way home from Farmer City, but the weather did not cooperate around here, so we are doing it from our homes. Which reminds me, did it stop snowing yet? No. No, don't quit asking. <laughs> I hope it's 100 degrees by you this week. It's, oh, wait, uh, I think it's going to be. They're talking triple digits by the end of the week, possibly. Brian, not for sure. Not for sure. Brian, just remember yes. last last year's drought. Remember that. Yeah, I know. We're 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 not going to have a you drought. Were, right you now. were going to fires all the Correct. time because there was no moisture all all winter. Yep, and can't complain about that. Our farmer yep. friends are going to be happy. And I don't know about anybody complaining about this. This finishes the race. I I was watching FS1 this morning. And I, oh yeah, there's Earnhardt going at it with Waltrip. And there's, oh, yeah, there's Earnhardt going at it with uh, Labonte, you know. Are we, haven't this been a big thing in the past, but now it's now it's frowned upon? Uh, yeah, well, it's funny. Earnhardt had his own uh, set of rules, it seemed like. You know, he was not just the most respected and revered driver there was. He was also the most hated driver there was, too. Um, except for, you know, ratings, which always helped have an Earnhardt in the, in the thing because you never knew what was going to happen. Well, now it's the same thing every week with a different driver, yeah, which may true. lead to why the ratings are going up. That's and true. they are, you know. There's always somebody pushing, but nobody's flying over the top of a car to punch somebody in the mouth like Harvick used to. <laughs> I, I get the feeling it's coming, although... <laughs> 
yesterday in the Xfinity series. Uh, Ty Gibbs and his teammate, John Hunter Nemechek, uh, had a uh, eventful last lap. And, oh, my God, Nemechek, he's been in the middle of all this drama and controversy. And, uh, boy, you know, when he got into the middle of it with his teammates a yeah, couple of weeks ago, right. everything was just hunky-dory. This week, his teammate Ty Gibbs carries him up the racetrack and goes on to a win. And then, oh, my God, I owe him. I can't stand that. Da, 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 da. Two guys that are five foot three going to bitch slap <laughs> each other. It's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, it's back, now, back when I asked uh, Harry again. I said, Harry, Harry. Where's Alan? I don't know. He laid him in the shade. <laughs> yeah. Where was that Rockingham? Where was that Rockingham? Rockingham. He, uh, he wrecked Harry Gant late, or he got Harry, got into him and crashed Harry Gant. And then that was afterwards where nobody saw what happened. Uh, Harry took care of business. Uh, Ty Gibbs, uh, like Ed said, uh, nobody's uh, given him a little slap upside the head yet. Nobody's Will Smithed him, but the, div- oh, the difference I is like Ty Gibbs is going to cry and he's going to tell his grandpa and all hell is going to break loose because grandpa's going to start saying prayers uh, to send this guy to hell, whoever it might be. Uh, you know, this has got to be kind of funny for the old man. You know, he knows this kid has got as much talent as anybody his age there is, but he's got some things he's got to learn, Ed, and I I just can't wait for him to see, to see him get a couple of those lessons. You know, I wonder when it's, it's going to come, too, because, I mean, you kind of give him a break on the first win. Like Chastain last week, it's your first win. you got to get that win out of the way. I understand doing what it takes. But now it's a consistent thing with Ty Gibbs where it's been a more than once. It's kind of been kind of the norm, and, it's, and somebody somewhere is going to probably, you know, teach him a lesson. Yeah, and his attitude was... – oh, go ahead. Ahead, I said yesterday's incident was completely unnecessary. That was going to be a hell of a race. It was going to be a drag, a great drag race to the line, and Ty didn't want that, so he just runs them all the way up to the wall to make sure he wins it. And that's the part that it kind of is like, you know, uncalled for. And if he does that to the wrong person, but is there anybody in the Xfinity series that he does that to other than maybe? I mean, he, Ryan Sieg was already irritated with him once. You know, if he does it for a win with Ryan Sieg, Ryan Sieg may lay him out. But other than that, I don't know. Is there anybody in that series that's going to do anything to him? No. Well, and, and the other thing that, I don't know, it irritates me. Should, maybe it doesn't hurt anybody the way I see it. His little, his little arrogant things that he does. Like when he, when he goes and gets the flag after a win, he has that little arrogant, cocky, like, screw you, I'm better in the world attitude. And I, I don't know. And, uh, you know, is that a bad thing? What's really scary is he might be right. Um, I, I'll tell you this, Brian, about your point on the last lap. Um, Every, you got to hand it to a guy that will do what it takes to win on the last lap, okay? Uh, but you got to make it look good, and making it look good on the last lap is an art form. Um, you can't carry him all the way to the wall. You have to make your car one and one-eighth car lengths wide at the perfect time, and that's all in experience, and when this kid gets some experience, my goodness, he and Sam Mayer are going to be putting on a show for years to come. There's the guy we should be talking about instead of Nemechek. Mayer, every week, gets better and better. You can see it. You can feel it. He won a $100,000 bonus yesterday uh, in that Dash for Cash uh, uh, program. Uh, the kid has got the gift. Um, where he's, He probably is not, at this point, 
completely up to Ty Gibbs' talent level, but he's not far behind. And they're so close. Their their careers have run parallel. Um, he's just not Joe Gibbs' grandson, that's all. Um, and he's <laughs> he certainly is doing well for himself, that's for sure. I'll tell you, you listen to Sam on the radio on, on these races. He has no problem going. I mean, he's almost on kill all the time, too. You almost got to rein him back a little bit, which is a good problem to have. Oh, yeah. That, that's, I mean, like yesterday in that race, it was the 11th, and then, okay, time to go get the money, Sam. There he goes. Boom, he's up to third. You know, it's time to go. He goes. I was listening in my car, and I don't really know how he did get up there, Dan. What happened? That He went from 11th to third, and time did, to did go. he just have a good pit stop or something? No, I mean, he, he, there was because there was a lot of green flag laps at the end there. I mean, he just did okay. that. He wouldn't pass cars. It was time okay. to go, and let's go, go. See, now and they, they weren't following that. And listening on his on a scanner, they're constantly got the reins in his mouth, okay? Like the horse pulling back on that bit. Save your tires, save your tires, take care of the car, take care of the car. And then finally, when it got to around, you know, 25 laps to go, okay, go get him, you know? Kind of, he reminds me of Seabiscuit, if you ever saw that movie. <laughs> Oh, at the right time. Um, what a what a great talent. Couple couple of kids with a spectacular talent. And uh, you know, like Dan mentioned, Ross Chastain last week on the last lap, he's not a kid anymore. He's 10 years older than those guys. However, uh, it was his first win. It was um I did not blame him for what happened on the last lap because it happened to him. All it was was a payback. You had uh uh, Almondinger got into him to pass him. So it was just payback time. And unfortunately, the 48 car was like a pawn getting pushed around the board. That's all right. Uh, it was a great show. And we should not wonder why TV ratings are up across the board. New car, new winners, great show every week. Welcome to the new NASCAR. We love it. It's all good. We're going to sneak away to our first break, and we're glad you're listening to this week's edition of LTN. We'll be right back. The NASCAR Cup Series returns to Elkhart Lakes Road America this 4th of July weekend. The NASCAR Quick Trip 250 presented by Jockey Made in America and the NASCAR Xfinity Series Henry 180 guarantees high-speed thrill and endless family fun. Enjoy the family fun zone, camping on site, and free admission for kids 16 and under with a paying adult. Don't wait. Get your tickets today at RoadAmerica.com. Road America, your national park of speed. From racing engines to street engines, long blocks to turnkey packages, or complete custom engines, just ask and Wagner Automotive can fill your needs. All backed by many years of racing experience. These years of experience have provided reliability and performance that customers need to win races. Wagner's has been building championship winning engines for top teams from NASCAR to short tracks in your backyard. This expertise has carried over to street engines they supply to top custom car builders. The Wagner Company, in the heart of Wisconsin, is outfitted with the -the state-of-the-art machinery necessary to design, manufacture, build, and test custom engines and their accessory parts. Dyno services are independently available for anyone needed to test their engine. Wagner's company can also provide you or your company with production CNC machining or welding services. All your questions and requests are handled personally by Casey Wagner. Just give us a call at 920-394-3557 or visit our website at Wagner Automotive 
Spring is in the air, and PMF Landscape Supply in West Bend has everything you need. With fresh mulch arriving daily, from premium hardwood mulch to hemlock and pine bark to enviro mulch in red, gold, chocolate brown, and black colors. PMF also has a large variety of decorative stone and granite, as well as field stone, topsoil, and compost. For all your landscaping needs, visit PMF Landscape Supply, 5470 River Road in West Bend. Call 262-338-8800 or visit pmflandscape.com. Friends of racing for many years. PMF Landscape Supply in West Bend. The brand new episode of the Barry Alvarez podcast is now available. Barry talks about how much more difficult it is for him to watch basketball than football. He and Matt LePay also discuss the coaching job Greg Gard did, Coach K leaving Duke, and Badger Spring football. Listen to all the episodes of the Barry Alvarez podcast. Available right now on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to LTN. Thanks for making us a part of your Sunday morning. Um, big announcement this week, and thanks for reminding me, Brian, because sometimes I don't follow Formula One as closely as I really should. Um, they're coming to Las Vegas. Dan mentioned it, uh, that it was a rumor, and it happened exactly like Dan said it would. Um, next year, not 22. This is a year from November. They're going to race on um, uh, Thanksgiving weekend. It's kind of odd date, isn't it, Dan? Well, well, yeah. Exact date, yeah. It's going to be in November. The rumor oh. date, Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, Brian. Yeah, and and I mean, this is they're not racing at the racetrack. They're going to race down the strip. They're going to come from Sands Avenue and go down to is it the Cosmopolitan, Dan? And then they're going to. They're going to hang a left and then go back behind some of that. There's a, some open space there where they can put the garages and the grandstands. It's going to be a little over a three-mile track, but they're going to use from what some of the, the things we've heard is like one side of the strip. So one boulevard will be like where they put some bleachers and stuff, and the other side is where they're going to race. But they're expecting to go over 200 miles an hour down the strip. That's Dan, going to be something didn't they, to see. Didn't they do a race uh, on a road course before? Yeah, 1983, Caesars Palace had one in their parking lot. Well, it's been a long time. And then the IndyCar ran. It wasn't on the streets at all? IndyCar no. ran on the streets. Oh, that's what I was thinking yeah. of. And the other, the other caveat to this is, and we see this overseas, we've never seen anything like this in the United States. This is going to be a night race. This thing is going to go, the lights are going to go out at about 10 o'clock local time, so like midnight here. It's going to be a night race around those streets. So what you saw like last week, if you watched the Formula One race in Saudi Arabia, you saw how cool that looked, the streets. That's going to happen in the U.S. It's something I never thought would happen in the U.S. And, Dan, I think we should find a way to go to this. Oh, I'm trying. I really want to get a reservation done before they made the announcements because the price would go up. But they, they can't make reservations out that far yet as far as hotels. Be, I think it'd be cool to watch it from a, you know, a high strip view room in one of the hotels. It'd be kind of cool doing that. Uh, there is a website you go to, which I found out, and you give them your email address and your information, and they're going to contact you when tickets and uh, things become available when they decide to do it. Live Nation's put this on, so it's kind of like a concert group doing it, doing it as well. <laughs> so we'll see what it costs is. I mean, if it's not going to cost an arm or leg, I'd like to do it. Uh, we'll see if they don't, hopefully don't price us all out of it. But uh... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It'd be kind of cool to be at. I need to see. And Formula One wasn't wasn't a real big catch in the United States. I'd say like five years ago it wasn't, but now it has just exploded. A lot of it has to do with the Netflix series that's going on. But I mean, for example, the Miami race that sold out immediately. The Miami race is in uh, a month from now going to be around Hard Rock Stadium. The race at Coda, the tickets went on sale there. They sold three hundred thousand tickets in less than a week. So mm-hmm. Formula One is is uh, amazingly popular now. Uh, than what it was before. And if, if you watch any of those Netflix episodes, I actually started watching some of it this week too, just to see what all the buzz was about. It's very interesting and it's uncut and you get to really see the behind the scenes of these these people that are involved in it. And I can kind of see why the popularity has gone up. Pardon my Formula One ignorance. I realize I don't know very much about it. Didn't they race one race in each country and we've got three of them here? Yeah, They, they kind of, you know, they moved it around a little bit and, um, they've kind of moved away. They don't. I mean, they they raced in Malaysia for a while. They've gone away from there. I don't know how many they have in in like the actual Europe area, but they've been actually moving around a lot more now in the last couple of years than what they have before. Their schedule is very fluid. So this is a three year contract for this particular event. They made the announcement. So this is they're guaranteed three years of having this in Vegas, uh, on mm-hmm. the on the strip. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. Indianapolis. I went to a couple of those just because I wanted to say I was at a Formula One race. It's different. It's completely different. It's crazy. It's kind of cool to see, you know, and be a part of. Uh, it, it, it's just, uh, I'll give you an example. Um, I, we went, uh, buddy John Shea worked at Midwest Racing News. He actually gave us one credential. He got it. I didn't get to, he got to use it because he was there longer. And he walked in the garage, and they were t- making everybody get out of the paddock. You got to clear the paddock. And the guards are, clear the paddock. And he stopped and took two seconds to take a picture of Michael Schumacher's Ferrari. And the guard says, America is an English-speaking country. What part of get out don't you understand? <laughs> so uh, They're just different. So, so my camera probably will not be welcome, Dan, if we go to this race, huh? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't you know. I have no idea. They, they, they wouldn't let, like, media people, and we went down there, um, F1 had their own stock footage at, you know, the TV, local TV stations couldn't bring their own cameras in there, but they didn't have nothing about people in the stands. I actually had a friend that worked at Channel 8 down there, and they gave me a little handheld camera, and we did a whole story about the fans' perspective, and it made the news that night, and so we kind of got around it that way with them, but I don't know, that was back in 2001, so. Uh, yes, now in 2008, I was visiting my daughter, who was stationed in uh, Spain at the time, and uh, we were driving down there, a little freeway, and I hear, it sounded like rumble strips. Uh, and I said, what the hell is that? To my son-in-law who said, oh, I forgot to tell you, there's a Formula One test going on today. Really? <laughs> you forgot to tell me that? Let's go. It was the cheapest thing I did over. There was like one euro to go sit and watch a test. I cannot believe um, how absolutely stunningly fast and not just fast, how quickly those guys can stop into a turn. The brakes are just spectacular in them cars. Uh, but that was what I thought. Yeah, just quick acceleration, quick stopping. It was fun to watch. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a race. Would I get jerked around on a strip in Vegas? Oh, my God, hell no. Although I might visit you if you're there, Dan, since I'll be here anyway. What the hell? Let's go and have a good time up in Vegas. 
So and we can get a higher room on the balcony. It'd be nice. Boy, you can do that. I'll bring the beer. <laughs> Tony Stewart's whatever room he was in this weekend at the Cosmopolitan, yeah. the view he shot of that photo, I'm like, that's the perfect room. Off. I'd have never do one that. Damn it, Tony, that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> oh, my. Well, that's uh, formula talk. That's what we need. Today's cup race at Richmond, Virginia, who, by the way, the uh, track announcer this week is uh, uh, our, my partner at Slinger Speedway. Dean Strom is going to do this week at Richmond and next week at Martinsville. He's a very sought-after young announcer, and it's really great to, to see Dean uh, jumping all over the country and doing these things. Uh, it's going to be televised on Fox 6 in Milwaukee. Um, <clears throat> the green flag falls at 2 45 this afternoon. Coverage begins at 1.30 online on the Big 920 Facebook page and Twitter page. If you're on Facebook, I uh, put a link on there this morning to uh, to be able to uh, hook up with the Big 920 for the race on radio in case you want to see do it that way. And don't forget and, our, our friends at Road America have those watch parties still going on. Ah. Yeah, today's is in Elkhart Lake at Butch and Ann's Pine Grove, which here's a pretty cool place. It's got some bowling alleys and stuff. Um, they're going to have uh, giveaways. You can win some tickets to Road America and a bunch of uh, apparel and that kind of stuff. So that's still going on, and that's where it is this week in Elkhart Lake. All right. Howard's Grove. Howard's Grove. Uh, Howard's Grove, not Elkhart Howard's Lake. Yep, it's Grove. time for a break. We will uh, sneak away and be back in just a couple of minutes. Hang in there. As a growing manufacturing company, we needed security solutions. We chose Bonafide because of the services they offer, pricing, and trusted reputation. But it's their outstanding service and support that convinced us we made the right choice with Bonafide. When businesses need security, they contact Bonafide Security Solutions. From locks and alarms to safes and surveillance, we do it all. We are Bonafide. We protect what you value. For your free security survey, call us today or visit bonafidesafe.com. Miller Sales and Service is the Midwest's number one Bravo trailer dealer for customer service and satisfaction. Serving the area since 1939, Miller's is located on the corner of Highway 57 and K in Random Lake. As the Midwest's number one Bravo trailer dealer, Miller's has all kinds of Bravo trailers from 8 feet to 48 feet in stock. They also have a selection of B&B utility and dump trailers, reliable and Chilton open aluminum and steel trailers. With over 50 pre-owned low mileage cars, trucks, and SUVs, Miller's has just the vehicle you are looking for. Miller's also carries a full line of Alumacraft boats and Manitou pontoon boats, complete with Evinrude outboards. Why not buy from racers who know what racers want and need? With Miller's sales and service on the corner of Highway 57 and K in Random Lake. Call Jerry, Tom, or Brad Miller today at 920-994-4358. That's Miller's Sales and Service, 920-994-4358. The Milwaukee Admirals return home to UW-Milwaukee Panther Arena for a Sunday afternoon game against the Grand Rapids Griffin. Yeager to the front of the net, though. Guys, no scores! Oh, did they work that well! Pre-game coverage starts at 4.30. Face-off is at 5 on the Big 920 in your iHeartRadio app. Bounces into the net, they scored! Richmond, Virginia, they're racing at today, a three-quarter mile track, a beautiful layout. Um, I, when they redid this track from the short track that, that it used to be there at the Virginia State Fairgrounds, they really hit a home run. This is a, a perfect layout. It's wide, sweeping turns. You're able to race side by side. They did it right. Ryan Blaney will start on the pole. Hey, 
stop me if you've heard this before. Uh, Blaney this week, 119.792. He went around at 22.541 seconds. And we'll start from the poll yet again um, in another impressive. Uh, we have several guys that are failing inspections and getting sent. Uh, <laughs> well, first of all, they all lost their car chiefs this week. The three car, the 16 car, the 17, the 23, the 47. Plus, there's a couple of cars that, that ma- didn't make it through three times. They were not able to qualify. They got a, they're going to get a pass-through penalty. It wasn't a big deal at Coda, a pass-through last week. But it's going to be a big deal today, the 44 and 31 cars. A couple of cars that don't really run up front all that often. Is there anybody uh, on the 23? Because they got some guys off. Perhaps. Well, that's the thing. They lost a wheel, and Booty Barker got booted, the crew chief on the car. Two crewmen were had to go along, Caleb Dirks and Adam Riley. This week, after failing inspection twice, they lose their car chief, Zach Marquardt, who, by the way, is from Shawano, Wisconsin. Uh, Dan, uh, I didn't realize that until you told me that this morning. Um, yeah. He's been around for a while, huh? Yeah, he spent some time with Roush. That's right. I met him when he was working with uh, Carl Edwards' 99 car. Um, been around for a while. I did some Xfinity stuff through the Roush program, and now he's with the, the 23 car. Uh, and but- <laughs> he's out. <laughs> for so, this week. Will the last crew member for the 23 car that's been kicked out please shut off the light? Good mm-hmm. God. Is anybody there to pit him? It's unbelievable. He's been out so much. Uh, by the way, I mentioned that today's race is going to be on our Facebook and Twitter page here on the Big 920. Coming up, before this show uh, will uh, air again next Sunday, there's going to be two races because the first Martinsville night race is coming up this coming Saturday. Yes, it will be uh, live on the Big 920. So um, two races before next week so we can talk about uh, either one of those. Um, last week, as Ross Chastain, oh, and by the way, they did have a watermelon handy so that when he jumped up on top of his car, he had something to uh, throw down. <laughs> it was great. You know, uh, Chastain is a very aggressive driver, fun to watch. I've been telling you this for a long time, that this guy's going to be a star. What did it take? Well, it wasn't driving for Chip Ganassi that was going to make him a star. It's Chip selling it, and suddenly Trackhouse Racing has gone leaps and bounds over 2311 Racing into a a newer, good, uh, very, very uh, solid team. And it looks like uh, Suarez is the next one to win. It's been amazing how quickly that track house team got on track, hasn't it? The new car, man. Yeah. yeah. Made the playing field. Yep. And and they're probably the biggest surprise this year. But and as far as Chastain last week, a lot of people got on his case because he kind of did that cue shot and knocked both those guys out of the way. But after getting moved himself, your yeah. first win, you better close the deal on that first win. I mean, it, this is such a performance-based sport. And if, if you don't close that deal and get that first one when it's in your lap, um, you know, you, your whole career it could could be a mess. Look at Matt Kenseth. He didn't move Tony Stewart at Rockingham. He wouldn't even have a career, you know. So, I mean, it has to – your first win, you kind of give him, give him a break, I think, on that one. And uh, I hate to say the other side of the coin, Ted Musgrave, he had an opportunity to do that. Where was that? At Darlington. He, tried, he had an opportunity to move Dale Jarrett on the last lap. Didn't do it. And, of course, yeah, you know, is it a coincidence that Ted's career didn't last – 
as long as we would have liked? You just don't know when you can get another shot. And then once you get that first one, you know, once you're in the wrecking record books as a winner, then okay, you can go on. But you got to get your name in there first, and you just know when the next one's going to come. <laughs> That's really, really a good point. Um, hey, Dan, uh, this last week we talked about uh, that that there's new choreography coming for pit stops. Did I see that they're planning on using it soon? The Gibbs cars today are going to debut it, according to their Twitter account this morning. So, uh, Brian, you saw that, right? It's a, it's a different way of of doing the stop. They move, they all move around the front of the car. Yep the whole the whole works goes from the front. The idea is that they can get out there quicker because the rear tire changers have to wait for the car to pull into its spot before they can come off the wall. This way, they all come off the wall as it hits that box before, so that when the car comes to a stop, they're there to change the tire. The only problem with it is if anybody trips, it's going to look like dominoes falling because they're all they're all together. So, be interesting to see how it works. They were originally going to try this at Atlanta, and they did not. Um, so it was, hopefully they show some video of it today so we can see how it works. You can, person. you can be on the track before the car comes to a complete stop, right? Yeah. That's the, like, pit. I think they can come out on there. Like when they approach the box before their box is when the team can start running out. So the idea, like I said, the idea is that before the rear tire changer had to wait till that car was through because he's actually coming through the back of the car. This is, they think in theory, this is supposed to speed them up because they're all running out as soon as that car comes, comes to that box Let's before how, well they got it choreographed we're gonna have like yes. a air drill going on in one of the Gibbs cars just remember how much time is spent on a weekly basis in the at the shops uh, bringing in the pit crew and working on pit stops it's uh, a choreography is really the right term for it because everybody has to be in up in up in the exact spot at the perfect time and uh you know to get a, a new system like this, you can be sure that they are practicing and uh, over and over. It's you know, it's true that if one guy tripped, it would look like dominoes. On the other hand, um, any pit stop, even in the past, would have been screwed up if somebody tripped. Uh, uh, and so it's not all that much more different. But uh, uh, unlike Formula One, we've got twelve people changing tires yeah. on each car. Is that just amazing? The other the other big point of emphasis with doing that is with these new single lug tires, fueling is actually taking longer than changing the tires. So with these guys all entering the front of the car, the fueler is by himself. He can go in there, fuel that car without having to worry about having those guys come through. It's supposed to create less congestion for him so he can get in and get out of there and get that fueling done quicker. Yeah, the, yeah. Thing, you, the thing you hear the most now from the crew chief to the driver is your goal on the jack. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You won't leave until the jack drops. Oh, when that jack drops, you go. That's why the jack man gets kicked out when you lose tires. Because that's the sign to go. Yep. Man, oh man, it's all in the choreography. And they're going to just re redo it a little bit. It's all a practice, 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 right? You're talking about practice. We'll be right back. Ready for a good time? Mark your calendar for Sunday, April 10th for Dell's Raceway Park. 
The Alive for Five series returns for the 8th Annual Icebreaker 100, presented by Beer Machine and Racing Products. Super late model drivers from five states going door-to-door in heart-pounding racing action. The first big event of the racing season. Plus, you'll see the Midwest Truck and UMA 602 Outlaw Late Model Tour. Gates open at 11, qualifying at 12.30, green flag racing at 2. For tickets, go online to DellsRacewayPark.com. The NASCAR Cup Series returns to Elkhart Lakes Road America this 4th of July weekend. The NASCAR Quick Trip 250 presented by Jockey Made in America and the NASCAR Xfinity Series Henry 180 guarantees high-speed thrill and endless family fun. Enjoy the family fun zone, camping on site, and free admission for kids 16 and under with a paying adult. Don't wait. Get your tickets today at RoadAmerica.com. Road America, your national park of speed. As a growing manufacturing company, we needed security solutions. We chose Bonafide because of the services they offer, pricing, and trusted reputation. But it's their outstanding service and support that convinced us we made the right choice with Bonafide. When businesses need security, they contact Bonafide Security Solutions. From locks and alarms to safes and surveillance, we do it all. We are Bonafide. We protect what you value. For your free security survey, call us today or visit BonafideSafe.com. The NASCAR Cup Series. And here they come, proud on their feet, green flag in the air. Heads to the Commonwealth of Virginia. Trouble turn number one, Kevin Harvick slides up and pounds the safer barrier. For racing action at Richmond Raceway. Checkered flag in the air, sideways off the corner, and Alex Bowman wins the Toyota Owners 400 at Richmond Raceway. It's the Toyota Owners 400. Coverage starts at 1.30. For the live listen link, go to our Facebook page or our Twitter page at the Big 920. Hell, hell, hell. Welcome back to the program. Glad you could join us. You know, uh, Dan, in the past, and I didn't realize that there was a thing uh, with um, statistics that they've come up with, age-related statistical decline. You mentioned it to me this morning. I'd never really heard that term before, but apparently that's what is used to determine uh, when a driver might be past his prime, should we say, and what might go into the uh, formula for when a, say, for instance, one of the drivers at Joe Gibbs Racing will be replaced by Ty Gibbs uh, because he has a couple of drivers in their 40s right now. Age-related statistical decline? I saw that a couple of years ago on the analytics side. We read all the analytic reports, and, and it kind of made me mad because, you know, as we kind of get to that area, you kind of like, hey, we can still do this. You know, I mean, guys at our age. and uh, But apparently it's a real thing, and, 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 and all of the analytics stuff that they use to, to – you know, evaluate everybody and see who does what and like restarts and everything. I mean, everything's in there. Uh, and part of it just is, I think as you get older, you get, you get a little more smarter, you know, you don't take the chances that you used to take cause you don't, you don't need to for one. And, and uh, maybe that's it, you know, but it's, it's a term that I heard a couple of years ago and it seems to be coming into play as when you try to make decisions on one guy, when to move guys out and put young guys in. Our friend Tom Roberts once told me that uh, when Rusty Wallace was uh, not, liking to uh, think that he was getting to be too old. Uh, they had put Kurt Busch in his car and did a test, and Busch was beating his numbers con- consistently when Kurt was in his early 20s and Rusty was up in his 40s. And, and uh, you know, it's a thing, whether we want to believe it or not. Uh, well, Todd, <laughs> yes? as big of a baseball fan as you are, 
analytics, look how it changed that sport. You know, Ed, that's completely true. I, I like to think that I'm not an analytical guy, and I realize it's a big part of the sport. I like to think all we have to do is, for instance, hit behind a runner here. Well, you know, there are guys that are capable to capable of doing that much more than other guys. Uh, that's where that that uh, analysis comes in, and it's it's amazing. And you're right; uh, it has changed the game of baseball to where they're doing these shifts where they run all the players to one side of the field. You know, it's it's worked so well that NAS- uh, NASCAR that baseball is going to take it out next year. But uh, you know, the the fact of the matter is, analytics are changing sports in general, and it really is true with NASCAR. Dan, that guy that did the uh, analytical report every week got hired away, and he's not doing it anymore, right? No, he's with Keselowski now and RFK Racing. There's a couple other people online that are trying to take this spot and put things out there. I haven't saw anything that's been as consistent, as good as he was. Um, it was interesting to read, though, especially when you came down it, and it made you look at things a lot different. Where you know, especially like picking like fantasy teams and stuff, you, there'd be guys that they'd suggest to pick, and like, why would you pick them? And then you look at the analytical report and go, okay, I guess it makes sense. And they actually do well. I was surprised at how how well that did do. I wouldn't live by it 100%, but it is. What's that guy's name? Um, David something. David Smith, I think his name was. Oh, okay. <laughs> no wonder it's hard hard to remember a guy by the name of Smith. Um, yeah, but he's on to something, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was interesting when you started reading everything. And once you got learned how you figured everything out. Uh, just to put that kind of data in there and make sure yeah. that the data was good, you know, to and begin a graph. With. But it was got a, it's got to take an incredible amount of time to come up with that. I mean, think about all the the, the data he's got to comb through, all the math he's got to do, all the, the Restart, you know, but, you know, retention, verifying it. That's a lot of work to get that report out. There you know? are geeks out there just waiting to be discovered, Brian. You know, wow. And he would take. He could take things like on restarts where you maintain your position, if you lose spots, if you do better from the inside lane, from the outside lane, um, and crew chiefs as far as who who gains positions on pit road, who loses positions on pit road during green flag stops and, and making calls. And he could put all that, and and apparently you could put guys together, pair crew chiefs and drivers up strategy-wise that way. And that's kind of what Penske did when they moved all their crew chiefs around a couple years ago, and it actually worked out. It's just weird how you wouldn't think it would come into play, but it kind of did. All the statistics that were put together, uh, you know, and and like Brian said, look at the time, look at the the analysis that had to be done. That was all with the old car. Now, this David Smith or whatever the hell his name is, is working now for RFK Racing. And all of his statistics that he's working on now are with the new car. We are back to square one. And one of the big things that has become a big deal as analytics are concerned is the old orange cone, as Brian likes to call it, to pick the lane to go into um, all the different numbers that they crunch to find out which lane you should go into at a particular racetrack and how much you're going to give up and how much you're going to gain by taking the top or the bottom. And, okay, analytically, we're better off we're on top and lose two two lanes. In other words, we... We'll move back two spots by taking the top. Yeah. But analytics are telling us it's going to play play out. Yeah, If you hear the guys on the radio, they'll, they'll count numbers. And what they're counting is either inside or outside. Uh, and when the driver hears a certain number, then he'll know to stay in that lane or go somewhere else. Like, if you want to stay on the inside, and if, if I get to four, we're okay. If I get to five or six, then we better take the other lane. And it's weird how 
when you figure it out, when, what they're saying to each other, you know what they're doing, but they're counting positions on the lane that they want. And if they hit a certain number, they're not going to take it. Wow. Just think about having to keep track of that. So you have, you know, how many restarts in a race and you got to, you, you, I mean, I watch a race after four laps. I don't even remember if that guy started on the inside or the outside. Somewhere along the line, you have to record that data to the, figure out where, you know, where he restarted on the restart and then record how he did in that particular part of it i mean it's just a miracle that's stuff that computers can't do you still have to humanly enter that in correct i mean yeah. to, so you know where it is and even on short tracks when a guy starts on the inside let's say that uh, the better lane it'd be the inside so the second roll the guy will jump instead of jump to the outside of the leader go to the inside uh, the guy that actually goes to the outside will do himself a favor more often than not because he'll be able to, to get inside after they they you know after they stretch out a little bit and uh, wh why are guys afraid to go to the outside many times it's not the case at uh, slinger speedway but there are tracks that we've seen where it is difficult to get out there and uh, and and have the you know, ups nay to do it, you know, so. Especially in short tracks, I, I think you can make up positions. If you're far back there and you take that outside lane, you get a caution in the next four or five laps and you just gained all spots because you, you were able to take <laughs> yep. restart like that. And, and you're right. Some guys just are afraid to go out there and, and make it work or at least just stay even. You don't have to go ahead. Just, but if you just stay even, you can make up spots. As long as you can get inside after they stretch out a little bit, you're going to do yourself a favor. It'll be a premium next week at Martinsville. That's where it originated. Oh, absolutely. We're racing at Richmond today. Martinsville next week. It's short track time in NASCAR. We'll be back. Miller Sales and Service is the Midwest's number one Bravo trailer dealer for customer service and satisfaction. Serving the area since 1939, Miller's is located on the corner of Highway 57 and K in Random Lake. As the Midwest's number one Bravo trailer dealer, Miller's has all kinds of Bravo trailers from 8 feet to 48 feet in stock. They also have a selection of B&B utility and dump trailers, reliable and Chilton open aluminum and steel trailers. With over 50 pre-owned low-mileage cars, trucks, and SUVs, Miller's has just the vehicle you are looking for. Miller's also carries a full line of Alumacraft boats and Manitou pontoon boats, complete with Evinrude outboards. Why not buy from racers who know what racers want and need? With Miller's sales and service on the corner of Highway 57 and K in Random Lake. Call Jerry, Tom, or Brad Miller today at 920-994-4358. That's Miller's Sales and Service, 920-994-4358. It'll be here before you know it. America's National Park of Speed, Road America, has a thrilling, jam-packed race season coming May through September. Vintage racing, IndyCar, NASCAR, and more. Don't wait. Get your tickets today at roadamerica.com. Spring is in the air, and PMF Landscape Supply in West Bend has everything you need. With fresh mulch arriving daily, from premium hardwood mulch to hemlock and pine bark to enviro mulch in red, gold, chocolate brown, and black colors. PMF also has a large variety of decorative stone and granite, as well as field stone, topsoil, and compost. For all your landscaping needs, visit PMF Landscape Supply, 5470 River Road in West Bend. Call 262-338-8800 or visit pmflandscape.com. Friends of racing for many years, PMF Landscape Supply in West Bend. This week on NASCAR Live, we caught up with Justin Marks after the first win for Trackhouse Racing. 
But we're just focusing on the fundamentals at Trackhouse. I mean, we, we've, we've got this car that we're approaching with an open mind. Everybody's helping each other. And at the tip of the spear, we've got two race car drivers that are incredibly talented and incredibly hungry, and they're ready to make their mark in the sport. And I think that kind of sums it up for us. There's much more waiting for you each week on NASCAR Live. Every Tuesday night, starting at 6 on the Big 920 and your iHeartRadio app. And now the LTN Hour presents Dirt on the Dirt with Brian Schmidt. Plenty of racing happening this week as we dodged some bad weather in areas. We'll start Tuesday night in Vado, New Mexico. The Vado Speedway Park, the World of Outlaw NOS Engineering Sprint Car Series was there. And Brad Sweet picked up his first feature win of the season. Friday, the World of Outlaws uh, Illini 100 for their late model series at Farmer City. That was rained out along with the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars in Oklahoma. That also was rained out. Out in Hanford, California, the Keller, Keller Auto Speedway, the USAC CRA Sprint Car Series was out there. Austin Liggett was your feature winner. And in Bristol, Tennessee, the Bristol Motor Speedway, the second week of the second annual Bristol Dirt Nationals for the XRSS Super Late Model Series, $50,000 to win. And Chris Madden picked up his second one in two weeks. So that was $100,000 before he had one more race to go yet for him uh, at Bristol. <clears throat> Saturday night, the IRA Sprint Cars were supposed to open up in Burlington, Iowa. That also rained out. Springfield, Missouri, the Springfield Speedway had their season opener, and our good old friend Kenny Schrader picked up the modified feature win out there. Ageless wonder just continues to win. Lincoln, Pennsylvania. What's that? Take that, analytics. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Lincoln, Pennsylvania, the 410 sprint car feature winner out there was Danny Dietrich. In Seelms Grove, Pennsylvania, they had a 3,000-win UMP late model feature there. Brian Bernhardt was the winner. And Jared Seifert from Green Bay, Wisconsin, made the trip out there, and he finished 12th. So that's a good run for him out there with the Pennsylvania folks. Peabody, Missouri, the I-55 Speedway had their season opener. The UMP late model feature winner was Bobby Pierce. And in the modifieds, it was Mike Harrison. Kenny Wallace was there. He finished ninth in that one. Mesquite, Texas, the Devil Bowl Speedway for the World of Outlaw NOS Engineering Sprint Cars. $20,000 to win. That went to the Pennsylvania Posse member Brent Marks. Scotty Thiel from here in Sheboygan, he made the trip down there, made the show. There was over 30 cars there and finished 24th. Finally, at Bristol, the final night of the Bristol Dirt Nationals for the XRSS Super Late Models, $50,000 to win. Another ageless wonder, Dale McDowell. He's one of the only guys that raced there when they had dirt on it back in 2000 and 2001. He picked up the $50,000 to win feature win last night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There were a $100,000 purse for the four races. They kept points for those four races. And Chris Madden picked up that $100,000 championship. So his total for four races running a super late model at Bristol was $227,900 for four race haul. That is some serious cash they're doling out there at Bristol over the weekend. You know, every year in dirt, especially dirt late model, that's what I'm talking about, dirt late models, it seems like there's one guy that dominates all year long and wins the big money, and it's a different guy every year. Chris Madden's starting out this that way this year, right? Yeah, him and Dale McDowell, for that matter. I mean, that was Dale McDowell's third feature win of the year for a guy that had cancer, 
you know, last year in August was diagnosed with cancer, had the surgery to, to remove it, showed up in Florida and won two features at uh, Volusia and now won a big $50,000 one at Bristol. Those are no easy tracks. I mean, those half miles, you're going so fast. He was out of breath during the interview, so it was really cool to see. Oh, no doubt. Hey, last week on this program, we talked about the uh, the, the uh, 2022 Allen Kowicki Driver Development Program uh, drivers. There, It's a nice sample size from all over the country. We've had uh, this year drivers from Tennessee, Washington, Maine, Michigan, California, and we had two guys from Wisconsin. Last week, we talked to uh, Jacob Nottestad of Stoughton, Wisconsin. This week, we are proud and happy to have Utica, Wisconsin's own Riley Stengem joining us on the phone. Uh, Riley is uh, pretty new to super lates, but he certainly is going in a hurry. He was the uh, 21 champion of the uh, Tundra series, and he joins us right now. Riley, uh, that's pretty impressive in your, uh, your first real first year of racing with the super late models. Yeah, it was an awesome first year for us in the Super Late. Um, we had run in 2020, I believe we ran four or five Super Late races, a couple Tundra races, and then a couple of Live for Five races. And then this past year, we uh, ventured out and purchased a car from Ty Majeski, Toby Noodleman. And uh, yeah, it was really good for us. Um, we ran the Tundra Series, finished top five in all the races, and were able to win the championship in that. And then uh, ran some of the Live for Five and Midwest Tour races as well. Now, um, I'm sure does. Sure does help, but you surround yourself with the right people, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. They're a huge notebook to lean on. They've been to every one of the tracks we go to and have great notes for everywhere. And it's just a huge help to us to have people of that caliber to base our notes off of and bounce ideas off of. You know, that's pretty cool. When I was uh, announcing at the Dells a couple of years ago, I uh, I actually got to interview you in Victory Lane. You were racing with Jacob Nottestad in those uh, Legends cars, and you won a feature, and I got to talk to you there for the first time. Um, I'm going to remember that, Riley. I got feeling it's it's not the last time I'm going to be interviewing you in Victory Lane. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Me and Jake, we've kind of moved up the ranks together. We race go-karts together, legend cars together, and now we're both in the super late ranks, race late models a little bit together at Jefferson. And then, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool to be moving up the ranks together and uh, both having success. And you actually grew up close to each other, right? Yeah, we grew up about a mile down the road from each other, went to high school together. So, yeah, we've kind of been together growing up racing the whole time. But the Nottestad family is as uh, very familiar as the name is around Wisconsin. I can't say that I've, I've heard of a lot of Stengems. Exactly where did you come from, Riley? So, yeah, my dad raced mini stocks, about as mini stocks or internationals, what they call them now. He raced those like in the late 80s, the, the early 90s. And then he went on the road working, so he wasn't, wasn't able to keep racing. So, uh, and then I started racing go-karts when I was about 12 years old, and I'm a first-generation late-mile driver in my family. So, yeah, kind of me and my dad do it together, and we're both kind of learning together as we go. That's pretty great. This has got to be a, a great accomplishment for you to get uh, put into this uh, this exact same uh, program that, uh, you know, Ty Majeski and, and Alex Prunty and, uh, and Luke Fenhouse have all won the national championship with, but it's not like you don't have your work cut out for you. No, there's going to be some good competition this year, but I feel like I've got a lot of good people to lean on. I feel like we've got good equipment this year and, uh, looking forward to having a good year. Like you said, there's a 
a lot of people that have been in this program from Wisconsin. It's just an honor to be in there again. Myself being in engineering school like Alan, it's just pretty cool to have it all come full circle like this. Where are you going to school? Um, I go to school at Milwaukee School of Engineering. Oh, fantastic. And you live in Milwaukee then? Um, I live in Milwaukee during the week, and then I come home in the race shop on the weekend. <laughs> you got you got a busy schedule. How about that? Riley, what's your schedule look like this year? What are all the races you're going to hit? Um, so we're planning on running the full Tundra Series again, trying to repeat as champion in that. Um, tentatively, we're planning on running the full Alive for Five Series. And then uh, we're planning on, if the Dells goes all right next week, and we're going to try to go to Slinger on the 23rd and then kind of keep going with the Midwest Tour until we, if we fall out of the points, we have a bad race. So we're, we've only got one super late, so it makes it hard to turn things around like some other guys are able to do when they can schedule different cars on different weekends. So, uh, yeah, we're going to run as much as we can and try to get experience, get our name out there a little bit more, and hopefully win a couple races again this year. Well, Riley, good luck to you this year. You sound like you got your uh, your life in order. We're going to be watching you and uh, and the battle you have with Jacob. It's not like it's just a two-horse race, but uh, around our parts, you are the two guys we're going to be keeping a close eye on. Good luck, congratulations, and hope to talk to you down the line. Thanks, Todd. Appreciate you guys having me on. All right. Riley Stenjum of Utica, Wisconsin. Remember that name. We'll be back. From racing engines to street engines, long blocks to turnkey packages, or complete custom engines, just ask and Wagner Automotive can fill your needs. All backed by many years of racing experience. These years of experience have provided reliability and performance that customers need to win races. Wagner's has been building championship winning engines for top teams from NASCAR to short tracks in your backyard. This expertise has carried over to street engines they supply to top custom car builders. The Wagner Company in the heart of Wisconsin is outfitted with the -the state-of-the-art machinery necessary to design, manufacture, build, and test custom engines and their accessory parts. Dyno services are independently available for anyone needed to test their engine. Wagner's company can also provide you or your company with production CNC machining or welding services. All your questions and requests are handled personally by Casey Wagner. Just give us a call at 920-394-3557 or visit our website at Wagner Automotive The NASCAR Cup Series returns to Elkhart Lakes Road America this 4th of July weekend. The NASCAR Quick Trip 250 presented by Jockey Made in America and the NASCAR Xfinity Series Henry 180 guarantees high-speed thrill and endless family fun. Enjoy the family fun zone, camping on site, and free admission for kids 16 and under with a paying adult. Don't wait. Get your tickets today at RoadAmerica.com. Road America, your national park of speed. Ready for a good time? Mark your calendar for Sunday, April 10th for Dell's Raceway Park. The Alive for Five Series returns for the 8th Annual Icebreaker 100, presented by Weir Machine and Racing Products. Super late model drivers from five states going door-to-door in heart-pounding racing action. The first big event of the racing season. Plus, you'll see the Midwest Truck and UMA 602 Outlaw Late Model Tour. Gates open at 11, qualifying at 12.30, green flag racing at 2. For tickets, go online to DellsRacewayPark.com. The NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Green flag is in the air, and the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series is underway at Martinsville. Returns to the paperclip. Turn one. John Hunter Nemechek gets turned. He's head on into the 
turn three wall. At Martinsville Speedway. White flag is in the air. Todd Gilliland gets turned just at the start-finish line. It's the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 200. Thursday night coverage starts at 6.30 on the Big 920 and your iHeartRadio app. Nice base. All right, so um, we talked a little bit about uh, some of these uh, dirt purses and how they're just absolutely spectacular. Um, the Bristol Late Model Dirt Race was this week. Brian, I don't know what the what they named it, but it was a it was supposed to be a, a pretty big deal. You know, they put dirt on uh, this spectacular fastest half mile oval in the world and uh you know they bring out the dirt late models which are the fastest dirt late models in the world and blah 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 blah. and there's a hundred people in the stands what the hell's going on well it was it was a it's a complicated situation there xr promotions is the company that put it on xr events they're fairly new to the to the industry, they're they're new to the thing. Their their biggest claim to fame was promoting the racing out at Las Vegas for years. They always had that uh, <clears throat> the big modified race at Las Vegas with the IMC modifieds, where you get 150 of them out there. That was the one event they always put on. Now they've kind of expanded it into this bigger promotional event here, where they're going to all these different tracks promoting late model racing. And some of the people in the late model industry are are purists, all right. So they're purists, meaning. They, their loyalty goes with the World of Outlaws and the Lucas Oil Series and the Summer Nationals and those that have been around forever. Well, now this new guy comes into town and has all this money and throws all this money out there. And, and if, if the I 100, which Dan and I were going to go to, hadn't rained out this weekend, they would be racing head-to-head with them. Last week, there was some Lucas Oil stuff they were racing head-to-head with. So they kind of have a bad taste in their mouth with a lot of the other purists. I mean, Dan, you remember when we were down in Florida, we talked with Chris Steppen about it, and he kind of had the same little talk about it, how... This isn't, you know, these guys are kind of upsetting the apple cart a little bit in the purest form. So I think that has a lot to do with why their numbers were down. Um, last year, it was just a one-weekend event. They only raced one weekend, and it wasn't against anybody else. Uh, this year, they went, you know, two weekends in a row. So I think that has a lot to do with it, and, and that's probably why it wasn't there. Now, the drivers, a lot of the drivers love it. They love the big money. But again, you're going to Bristol. It's hard on equipment. Later this year, they're going to go to to Belleville, a big, huge, fast half mile. That's hard on equipment. So... The tracks they go to are harder on equipment. However, they're paying more money, so it's kind of a give and take with how it And how it, it was goes. probably uh, televised money or, or internet money. What what was it shown live on? Yeah, XR is the is the, the they have their own streaming service. So you, oh. you buy them, it's like forty dollars a month. You buy it, and that's where you, the only place you can get the race. They limit their their credentials. Like if you're a Dirt on Dirt subscriber, which a lot of people are. They're not allowed in there to do any videos. You can only do still photos, and they can't do any interviews. So huh. they kind of, they're just a little bit different group to come in there, and we're going to see how it plays out. But I mean, it was forty-five dollars to get in, you know, each night. But there was only two nights you could get in there. So when the hmm. undercards were racing there Tuesday through Thursday, you can only get in there with a pit pass, and there was a lot of money for that. Oh man, it's so the promoter basically has got to learn the business a little bit, I guess, right? Well, he's got to pay his bills. So you know, I mean, it's it's one of those deals. You you pay a lot of if you're not gonna if you're not gonna rely on a huge crowd to come in there and watch it, then you got to get your money elsewhere. So you do it with entry fees and and you know UTV fees if you want to use a UTV vehicle, extra vehicles in the pit area, a lot of fees like that. Now later this year, at the end of April, you're gonna have the World of Outlaw Late Models and Sprint Cars racing together at Bristol. We'll see how big the crowd is for that one, and right. maybe it'll be bigger. But the money is not going to be nearly as big as it was for this 
past week here. All right. As I mentioned, uh, there's going to be two races by the time we do this program next week, today at Rit- uh, Richmond and uh, next week at Martinsville. By the way, both of those races will uh, be the PA announcer, Dean Strom, will be doing it. It's pretty cool for Dean, that's for sure. Um, but we're going to make our picks. I have to say, we're not very good at picking these on the air. Uh, I do better when I got money in my hand and I'm in the casino. But uh, I will tell you right now, I'm going to pick uh, Chase Briscoe to win again today. And uh, Ed, why don't you uh, go ahead and give us your Richmond pick? I will pick for him. <laughs> Number 12, I'm sorry. Oh, 12? Okay. Dan? <laughs> I know Truex runs really good here, but I'm going to go with another Gibbs car. I'm going to go with uh, Kyle Busch. Ooh, he was fastest in happy hour. That's for sure. Brian? Yeah, he left Truex for me. So, I mean, Gibbs, either you're going to get it done this week or you're going to have a lousy season. So uh, I think they're going to get off the schneid this week. Ooh. Truex. No going way. With the 19 car. Well, he's good at this track, Ed. He's won here. All right. All right. Next week at Martinsville, um, I have seen that 48 car win so many races at that racetrack. I'm just going to stick with a known entity. I'm taking Alex Bowman to win at Martinsville. Ed? I'm going to take a comeback guy, Harvick. Oh, that would be a comeback, wouldn't it, Dano? Tight, short track with tight turns, just like the Coliseum, Joey Logano. Ooh, and Brian. I'm going to double down on Gibbs and say Denny Hamlin wins there, so I could be completely off, and Gibbs is in the toilet for the rest of the year. Yeah, and that just might happen. <laughs> That's why we tune in every week. It's great. Uh, coverage, remember, starts right here uh, on the uh, Twitter page and Big 920 Facebook page at 1.30. Uh, it will be on Fox 6. The green is at 2.45 this afternoon. And as we want everybody to remember, real race cars have doors. Even if they do climb in through the windows. Let's Talk NASCAR is produced and directed by Dangerous Dan Margetta. Our in-house engineer, website coordinator, and king of the knobs is Matt Hangover Losi. For all of us involved with the program, we love you. We're glad you're listening. Please tune in again next week, and we'll see you then. Bye-bye. This program has come to you live from multiple locations via Skype. Any and all comments expressed on this show do not necessarily express the opinions of this station, its employees, or advertisers. Your comments are always welcome at mail at ltnradionetwork.com. Find us at facebook.com slash ltnradionetwork. And thank you for your support since 1985. Tune in again next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Central Time for the LTN Hour on the LTN Radio Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.